Are you immersed in a sea of business advice and education, but not sure what to embark on first? Instead of adding to the ocean of information, we're here to help you navigate it like a pro. The Wayfinding Growth Podcast will help you take a deep dive into new actionable strategies, tools, and tactics to help you grow. So start charting a course for business growth as you explore a better way to grow further, faster, with your hosts, Remington Begg and George B. Thomas. What up? Oh, my gosh. What's happening? Remington, you ever have one of those days? Yeah, what's crazy is it's 9 a.m. and we're having one of those days. <laughs> yeah, it's like it, – and, you know, it's funny because I love technology, but uh, sometimes I love to hate technology. But we are good to go. Ecamm Live is awesome when it works, and it usually works if you don't have other third-party plugins into it. Anyway, I digress, but it is actually a very poignant conversation because we did talk about content strategy, video content strategy, and really it was more of just content strategy and being consistent with the man, the myth, the legend, the one, the only, of course I'm talking about Nick Nimmin last episode, episode 21. If you have not watched it, you need to go back and watch it, but Remington, when you think about uh, the time that we spent, which by the way, it flew by, like yeah, there, there was a ton, uh, that we talked about. Like it, it was funny because I pseudo was excited slash got nervous, uh, when we hadn't even gotten into the first section and realized yeah. that we had burnt like 15 minutes. I'm like, Ooh, yeah. how are we going to, yeah, yeah. anyway, so what are your, what are your general thoughts? Well, so general thoughts were, it was a great episode. Um, I'd never actually heard of Nignaman, ah. so I know. I saw but, this in your but, notes, and I cringed yeah, yeah. a little bit. I was like, hey! Yeah, but, but I was new, so I'm newer to the whole YouTube uh, bandwagon. Like, I've used YouTube for clients for a long time, but, like, you know, with the drift tutorials and everything, that really kind of took off this year. So so I'm a, I'm a freshman in that regard. Uh, <laughs> don't really know, didn't really know who was who or anything like that, but... It was really cool um, connecting with Nick Nim, and he's got a really awesome story. And I thought it was, um, I thought it was pretty incredible how, you know, we and we'll talk about this a little bit later, like the overnight success. But mm. Mm. so he's an incredibly humble guy, but then he, but he's just super easy to talk to. And this was that pivotal moment for me that I was like, dude, we got to blow up our, we got to blow up our agenda and fix it because yeah. I felt like. We got a lot of value out of there, but I also felt like he was he was struggling to bring us back to task in order to get some key points across. So, um, so shout out to Nick for highlighting that for us, even if he didn't know he did. Yeah, and uh, our changes are because of him. Yeah, yeah, and our, our yeah, yeah, it, absolutely. And and it's funny because you know, I, well, first of all, I, I'm I'm going to be completely vulnerable here. And say that Nick Nimmin was actually my first. Uh, and what I mean by that is the first YouTuber or first piece of content or set of content out of the HubSpot Academy that I will honestly say that I, in air quotes here, binge watched like multiple hours of his content, which is crazy because I didn't start out to be like, hey, I'm going to watch like 17 episodes of, you know, Nick Nimmin talk about YouTube and YouTube strategy and thumbnails and all the stuff that he talks about. But I, but I did. And I, 
I mean, I didn't even mean to. Like, that's what was crazy and why I was like, we definitely need to have him on the show. And the fact that we we're talking about the content and the strategy and the consistency was was amazing. Uh, Remington, it's funny because you alluded to the overnight success, and I totally put this down in my notes too. Uh, it's fun because – you know, the more we talk to these folks and uh, the more that I'm kind of watching your journey, I'm watching my journey, um, you know, we've been doing these things. Well, let's just call it what it is. Hard work. <laughs> we've been doing hard work, you know, for years. And these people have been doing hard work for years and to the point where they're like they're they're like. So I, I gotta be honest with you. I was totally, uh, I, I, and I know I'm being vulnerable and honest in, in, in this episode, which, which I always am. So I don't know even why I say those I think words. The, I think the technology just kind of beat you down did, before it, 9 a.m. It, it, it and now you're down. just, it beat me down. I'm, I'm like, I feel like I'm ready for an Oprah interview right now. Like <laughs> I would cry right now if I had an Oprah interview. Actually, if I just met Oprah, I'd probably, anyway, I digress. Holy tangent. I digress. <laughs> I'm just letting it go. So, so here's the thing though. Um, what I want to talk about is to the, to, to a point where you don't know if you're going to make it through, right? So Nick Nimmin's story was, you know, we did this agency thing, this design thing, this print thing, this, you know, this other company thing. And I started doing these videos, but I didn't, you know, there was probably not really, the ability to make a ton of money, but maybe there was, and the business was tanking, but the videos were kind of coming up. And like, there's this messy middle moment where you can honestly see like all these good things happening, but nobody sees that you're like, I don't know how I'm going to pay my bills. And I don't know sure. if my business is going to go out of business. And I don't know if like, but like, because that's not the sexy part, right? The sexy part is that right. moment where everybody wants to go, well, where'd they come from? I wish oh, I was Nick Nimmin. Yeah, yeah. An, another overnight success. And you're like, yeah. wait, wait, wait. When I was eating ramen noodles for like three meals, like where were you, right? And so – and I know he wasn't yeah. eating ramen noodles. I'm just saying. and I well, He might have been. Well, he, he, I mean, he may He's have. in Singapore. Hold up. Let's stop the show right there. First of all, Nick Nimmin is not in Singapore. <laughs> He's in Thailand. So we're going to play a little game, and that is keep track of how many times in the rest of the video Remington Bag, maybe even myself, I don't know, still editing, say Singapore versus Thailand. If you get the right number, because I've got my sheet, I'm going to be marking them down, and you tweet us, we'll send you some free swag. <laughs> let's continue on. With the show. Yeah, it's true. I don't know that. if that's a thing. True. Th maybe. I'm sure it's a better noodle. Like, they yeah. probably, like that's probably like the cheap, like, oh, you, like, I just, Maybe I don't be offensive. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. So, so yeah, I, um, I'm with you there. And I think that there, there's this underlying theme that we've had with a few people and I'm sure is not going to go anywhere. Mm. You know, the whole premise of the show is wayfinding growth and, and, in the big thing is, you know, the journey. And I know I mentioned when we were having the discussion on the last episode that, you know, we've been, we've had the agency for 10 years and there's been growth cycles and everything. Um, my brother and I actually joke all the time. You brought up ramen, um, from ramen to riches. Mm. Oh, right? that's, that's so, a good book title because yeah. Right. So my brother's a chiropractor now and, you know, and he's doing, he's doing a really great job here in South Florida and, you know, but, 
but remembering the days where we were trying to figure out how to afford a package mm. of ramen. Mm. And then also you get really creative with ramen, by the way. You could pan fry it. You oh. can you can you can fry fry it. You could do a lot of really fun stuff. But anyways, been I digress. There. Been there. But but with you know, from ramen to riches is kind of that thought. But it doesn't like go for it's not like a switch. It's not like you're eating ramen and then you're eating steak. It's like <laughs> maybe you should eat ramen longer. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah you know, yeah. kind of go along. Or you but, graduate to some craft mac and cheese for a while and then you go back to ramen because you're like, Oh yeah, maybe not. Right. So when we're so when Nick was talking, I immediately went into like relating to him in that regard from mm. entrepreneurship and business ownership. And you know, we Rachel, um, my wife, for audience that doesn't know, and I owned a company called Be Seen at Night, which is a motorcycle accessory shop. And so we went through that peak and valley, and yeah. and then decided to really choose on what we were doing. So so that was that was very relatable. But something that really stuck with me there was so he's around the world where technically it's like he's not working at a company like he's not working at a company in Singapore right 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 and so so if he doesn't make it well if i don't make it as an entrepreneur i can go get a job yeah like, down the street yeah right yeah. at a restaurant or, McDonald's. or at another agency yeah, or McDonald's somewhere. or something something he's in singapore mm. where he's not allowed to work Mm. Right. Because and he probably could if it worked, you know, if he paid money to sure. get a visa and all that jazz. But who likes uh, I work? I don't know his situation. Like who likes but, work anyway? But think of how much it would cost to get across, across the, the world to mm. start making money again. So the stakes were extra high. Mm. Um, so it was kind of cool. It was kind of cool to kind of see that. And you've got to have some kind of a free spirit to just jump out of your skin and go. But um, but he was super friendly guy. Um, the big takeaway I had from him intro is he definitely has consistency in his life. So he talked about, he, you know, he talked about, um, empowering content creators and mm. he, that rolled off of his tongue. Like he has said it a million times and I'll yeah. make you a bet, make you a bet he has. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so that was a really big thing and consistency ties into a lot that we'll get into in a little bit. Um, you know, of where I think our success is as an agency. So it was, it was cool to see him. I played his intro like four or five times when we were look, looking at this recap because there's so many good nuggets in there. Oh, it's it's ridiculous. Like you don't even get into – like we didn't even get into a section and we were yeah. already like good stuff. Like, uh, I, And it's funny because I see in the notes you put here um, understanding the long game and short game and I'm super interested to hear what you wanted to say on that. Uh, because I just posted a thing where Gary Vaynerchuk – believe it or not, I actually shared a Ga Gary Vaynerchuk – Post. I have not done that for a long time, but this one hit me right square between the eyes, and it was talking about the long game. And and it's funny because like unless you plan on like you know not dying, like sure play the short game, but but if you know it's anyway, you got to check it out. Go to yeah, the yeah. socials. But I'm interested to, to see what your thoughts are on that. I know I have some around my own, but I will tell you before you dive into that. For me, a piece that was super interesting that I'm a big advocate of anyway, and the listeners like. This is just really important to me is knowing and understanding that um, the skipping, because I believe that was the word used in there, skipping the entertainment, right, for education uh, and and being dedicated is like a key piece of this. And and he jokingly yeah. said, uh, well, turning off Game of Thrones, right, whatever it is for you, whatever the show is, it doesn't matter the show, but turning that off and actually 
either A, educating somebody with the content that you're creating or a very important part of this is taking time to educate yourself so that you can educate people with the videos that you're creating. Anyway, that to me was a huge piece of this. But talk to me about your thoughts, the long game versus the short game, especially when it comes to like Nick Nimmin, content creation, being consistent, and even maybe what we do at Impulse Creative. Yeah, yeah. So, so I think companies in general um, are very much focused on quick wins. I mean, hence why Google makes so much freaking money with paperclip, right? <laughs> like, like no one wants to do the hard work. Um, mm. And and in a lot of cases, especially startup life, hashtag startup life, like everyone needs to show movement more than they need to show traction, mm. Mm. right? So, so when we're, when we're talking about, when we're talking about consistency and focus, for me, it ties into that long and the short game. And I'll use, I'll use an example on, on our side. So like the drift tutorials that we're doing or your sprocket talk tutorials that you're doing, or even now inbound film for the people that are interested in inbound stuff, inbound.film. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> but anywho, go check but it out. as we go, <clears throat> as we go into, you know, as we go into that, the short game, like what are the short wins? Mm. You have to identify those short wins to keep you motivated for the long game. Yeah. And I think companies think about strategies and they, they overlook the short term things that have to happen in order to make the long term game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And when, yeah. when we tie that into, and I use that all the time, I think I beat that to death with the team here, mm. but long game, like what's the long game? What's the short game? But when we look at Nick, it was a perfect example. Like he, he went in and kind of fell into it as he had explained with like another YouTube channel where he learned some stuff and then he brought that back. But if he hadn't done a lot of those things, Right. The the short game is he needs money so that he can afford to live so that he doesn't be lost in Singapore. Yeah. yeah. The 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 long game really starts to show its head when that consistency is there. So Mm -hmm. um, and I think it was someone else, someone else's um, episode that we had listened to. But like it's like 50 some pieces of the content before people actually start paying attention. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not out yet. Okay, so here's the thing. Hang on. you got to explain that. we got to explain yeah. that to the viewers. So there is going to be an episode. Actually, it's either <laughs> the next episode or the episode after that that's not a recap exception. where you will learn about um, when you get kind of going with inbound marketing or being consistent on this um, creation of content, content marketing, if you will, how 50 pieces is a magical number. Anyway, we digress. Let's yeah. dive back into it. So you have to make sure you subscribed so you get that. <laughs> um, but but when we you know when we're talking about that that consistency that that consistency is what really starts to leverage that that movement. And so Nick talked about where things like you, you asked about the milestones, mm. and he was like, "Well, there's things that I didn't even know were there." Mm-mm. Yeah, right. You remember that part? Yeah. So it was. He's like, I didn't even know that opportunities would be opened up, but because I was consistent, had the focus, and had the direction, it opened up opportunities for me. And I think that that is not something you can measure when you start your start your journey. That's it. In a lot of cases, you don't even know it's up, and that just happened to you oh, yeah. just recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and I'm, I'm gonna talk about that. Yeah, yeah. So, so there's, I want to dive into this a little bit because when I think of the long and short game, I think about how most people, they always talk about you got to measure everything. 
I think the long game is super difficult to measure, and sometimes I don't even think that you can measure the long game. I think that you just simply have goals, and you know that you have micro steps that you're trying to get to that goal, to that long game, right? Where I think it yep. becomes very important uh, to measure is the short game. Um, and what I would say, too, I'm going to pull something out that I've never really talked about before, is I think when you're talking about the short game, you actually have to measure your assumptions, Okay, um, stick with me for a second because I'm going somewhere with this. Um, I put a video out, uh, and this is not about me. This is not about anybody else, but this is about uh, assumptions that I had. Yeah, a learning experience. Um, I put a video out. I published it on LinkedIn. It got 433 views within the first 24 hours. And typically I'd be like, mm, that's okay. Like that's, that's decent, right? Um, and then – I was having a conversation with a bunch of speakers and I uh, dipped into a who I thought and is an amazing speaker and I would think that, man, they must get thousands of views for every video that they that they put out. Uh, and so I dipped into their content. I started having a Nick Nimmin moment. I actually started binge watching their content on YouTube. But I my I went from the screen that I was watching to the number of views and realized that that video had 12 views. And I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Like my assumption was that this would have thousands of views. It has 12 views. And so I started looking at multiple pieces of content and it was minimal views. And so we always, for some reason as human beings, when we're creating content, we were, were like, oh, it was okay. When actually our okay might be like the market's like, holy crap, this was an awesome piece because we're not taking time to actually measure our assumptions in our own head versus what's actually happening around us in the digital space around this content. So what I would say is when you're playing the short game or when you're in the short game, measure your assumptions and look at the metrics of people around you, companies around you to make sure that you're not thinking that you're doing okay when you're freaking absolutely crushing it. The other part of this that you started to talk about where and, – and Nick was like, these things just started popping up. I had no clue that like this would happen because of the hard work, because of the consistency, right? We, we've been creating what? Uh, almost almost 200 episodes of Sprocket Talk, uh, 15, 10, 15 episodes of Inbound Film by the time this will, will air, I think we're at. Uh, we're also creating internal videos. Like there's this I, – I post social every day. Um, and, and here's the thing. I don't post like, I hate Donald Trump and, uh, this right. yogurt sucks. And I like, you, I, I, yeah, yeah. I post like positive things and like, you know, today's was like a thing about, Hey, gratitude and take 10 minutes a day to be thankful. Um, yesterday was like, Hey, um, you know, refuse to be average unless that's all you got. Then be average. Like, you know, it's just things like that. So a, a positive beat. And because of this, uh, what, eight, ten years of consistency, creating content, um, being positive, like giving gratitude into the world, like trying to help whoever we can help, all of a sudden I get a call and uh, I can talk about it because I even wrote an article about it. You can go to georgebthomas.com and read it. But um, I'm going to be emceeing the uh, main stage of Social Media Marketing World 2019, and that is by far nothing that I would ever have put on my radar to be a thing that would happen out of just creating content around people who want to do video and content around people who use HubSpot. 
Like, like those, those don't collide. And so this is, this is an absolute piece of like what Nick was talking about. And I know what Nick's talking about too. Like, like there's just partnerships that arise and show up, which by the way, I got a message today that hopefully Nick, Nick Nimmin might be, might be. He's 99.9% sure he's going to be at social media marketing world 19, which made me super excited because I would love to shake his hand and hang out with him in real life. Anyway, I digress. The point to you guys and gals watching this is stay consistent. Realize that you have to measure your success and understand that even though you don't see it coming, there are going to be things that will arise from you staying consistent that will absolutely blow your mind and be could be life-changing moments in the trajectory of your company brand or your personal brand moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. yeah All right. Yeah. So we're done. Like that well, I mean, we end. could drop the mic. We yeah. could end it, but but we have more. No. We have more. No, notes. we do have more. So so I think what's funny is so this is all Nick's fault. Um, <laughs> his his episode um, episode twenty one, right? Yep. His episode episode twenty one was kind of off the rails, and as you can tell, this one has to be off the rails because mm. we are talking about the off the rails episode yep. in regards to our schedule. But yeah, no, a hundred percent agree. And congratulations, that's super awesome. And I'm really excited to see you grow over the next year. I think it went beyond, but it's gonna, it's be, gonna be crazy. It's gonna be off the chain, people. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so. We went into charting the course about like committing to the strategy and and that so it, there was a very blurred line between like where he's been versus where he's going because it was just kind of mm. mushed together. Yeah. But but I think that I, I think there's a couple nuggets out of the out of that that I want to make sure that we come at at face value. People go, oh, Nick Nimmin, he does YouTube video stuff and he, you know, he's just creating content at face value. It's like I don't really have to pay attention because I'm not that big into YouTube videos or I don't have a YouTube business. Um, committing to a strategy is, means a couple things. One is you actually have to have one. Mm. And then, and then two is, is committing to it and giving it a chance. And I think that that's where the long game thing that we talked about before goes in. So it was really cool to hear him talking about committing to it and just sticking with it. And, um, and then, you know, I think that ties into any content, not just YouTube video content. Yeah. Yeah. Um, without a doubt. So. Yeah. I, I totally agree with you, Remington. And the part that I pulled out of here, which by the way, <laughs> Navigating uh, the tools, right? Na like that part that we're about to go. Tools. Oh my gosh! Like there were so many notes in that; it's ridiculous. But one piece that I want to talk about before we leave charting the course is: out of all of the episodes we've done, like we would say, so who needs to be the captain of the ship? And people would be like, oh, the CEO or the content manager or the sales manager or the janitor. They're like they need to be the person who is yep. like driving the ship. And when Nick answered the question, I was like, whoa, that just happened. And amazingly, it didn't happen 2019, 18, 17 episodes ago when he said the audience, the customer should be driving the ship. And uh, kind of go with that. The audience trumps the algorithm. So I know we are talking specifically like YouTube and the YouTube algorithm, but I mean, no matter if it's textual content on freaking Facebook or if it's photo content or visual content on Instagram or YouTube, like it's just 
I wish the word algorithm didn't exist in the English slash digital language. Anyway, the audience, the customer should be driving and audience trumps algorithm. Anyway, navigational tools moved into there. What was your thoughts, Remington, on navigational tools? So I've been doing a lot of self-reflection this past year. Um, and one of the things that totally – and you could totally tell this guy's super zen, right? But like – so Nick – when well, he's in Singapore. Talking, like, yeah, doesn't yeah. everybody meditate in Singapore? Probably not, but I'm just That's saying. Generalization. Yeah, too. it is. It he is. Just <laughs> suck at this, anyways. But, but no. So he, his first thing that he said is the frame of mind, mm. and and so I want to have like a little dramatic pause there. So frame of mind. So that that means a lot of different things. The frame of mind why you jumped into the business in the first place. The frame of mind about why you're creating the content you're creating. The frame mm. of mind of why you exist as a human. <clears throat> Yeah. The frame of mind in whether you're giving a hundred percent to your craft. Like there's so many different things. But he talked about meditation and um and you know, that's one thing that so I my brain runs a million miles a minute. Mm. Um and I know many people can relate, especially as entrepreneurs, but I have found a lot of solace in just kind of stopping for a second before the day starts. Um and I and actually Jackie um, on our team, uh, shout out to Jackie, she did a presentation as findings from Inbound. And she actually talked about um, and did a guided meditation with uh, Deepak. Yeah. Deepak, what's his name? Chopra. Deepak Chopra. Chopra. Yeah. Deepak Chopra. I love that so name, by the way. We, yeah, we could um, – we'll totally link to that. It's like a six-and-a-half-minute guided meditation mm-hmm. on YouTube. I think people need to take six-and-a-half minutes in the morning and just realize why they exist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it isn't to just eat your toast and eggs and run out the door and like almost right. hit the newspaper boy as he's trying to deliver your newspaper. Like that's not why you exist. You know, it's exactly. fun because I I love this section. There was so much in there. Um, I mean, being grateful who for who you are, for what you're doing, for the fact that you can create this content, for the fact that anybody will listen to your content. Um, you know, the, the, the thing that for me in here, and it's funny that you mentioned meditation because Remington, I, I correlated this and, and pulled in the, uh, the section where he says, well, maybe, maybe it's time for you to watch some Netflix. Like maybe if you took an hour to watch Netflix and then came back and worked on the project for another 10 minutes, it might be better. And, and so I was like, you know what? Like I don't very often give myself the, um, yeah, like I don't get the the right, if you will, to say, yep. hey, just go watch an episode of Daredevil and then come back and work because you you like you just need a moment to like think sure. and, or not think maybe, however it is. And yep. so that that chill or taking a break is not a bad thing. And, you know, it's not I, I feel like sometimes people feel like it's the alternative to hustle. I actually think it's a vital piece that needs to be in there if you're going to hustle. Um, and then, you know, I, the other piece of this that I was like, I've got to talk about this is he talked about when he went, he started a channel and then he went and worked for this other channel and did things. And then when he came back, he was able to actually use what he had learned for the other channel on the new channel, which was the old channel. My point is, as you follow through this, like he's smart enough and hopefully all of us listening to this or watching this are smart enough to realize that everything that happened to us historically, 
can be used in everything that we're going to create in the future or do in the future um, from life lessons to tips to tricks to mentality, mindset, the thought process. And so like are you are you making a point to pull in the historical data and knowledge into what you're creating now should be just saying some people I don't think do. I think there's like a um, – I don't know how to explain this. I've never really talked about this. But I think for some people there's like a – that was yesterday. Let's just use today and today's data, especially in this digital world, um, instead of like, oh, well, I don't know. Anyway, so <laughs> – I, Like I know where I want to go with this, but I just don't want to unpack it because this thing is already going to be forever. Like just use use what you've been given. Like everything that has happened to you – I know this is going to sound weird. I'm probably going to get hate mail. But everything that has happened to you in your life is a gift for you to use today in the way that you interact or create or navigate Oof. through the stormy navigate. seas of life and creating consistent content. Yep. Smooth seas. Never made a skilled sailor. Oh, amen to that. Right. So so I have one extra piece for navigational tools and then observation. Um, so so I one of the tools that I wanted to bring up, because this whole thing went sideways when we were asking about navigational tools for content creation, and yeah. he went super zen on us. But uh, but it has, it has some really great points. So from, from a tool point of view, I use a best, best self journal, uh, mm. bestself.co. And, um, so journaling, yes, like with a pen and paper people, mm. it's really, it's really hard to think about, but it forces you mm. to kind of slow down and just know what's up. But, um, one of the key things in the best self journal, other than breaking down your, your big, hairy, audacious goals into monthly, weekly, daily tasks is that it starts and ends the day with gratitude. And I want to talk about as a tool, how powerful that is. So so the journal actually says, like, when you get started, what are three things you're thankful for when you wake up? That's the very first things that you should be thinking about. And then before you go to bed, like you ever heard, like, don't go to bed angry at your spouse, oh, right? Yeah. Like it's a oh, similar yeah. thing, right? Yeah. So then, so before you go to bed, what are, what are three things you're grateful for before you go to bed? And you can repeat stuff, right? Like there's very often I have family, I've got, you know, my son, I've got, it, and it could be absolutely random things. And um, and that best self journal has really helped for me to frame that and hold me accountable because when you have a blank, you're like, crap. Like when I fell asleep at six o'clock and didn't wake up till the next morning, I had a blank, right? But it was that day I was grateful for six, 6 p.m. going to bed. <laughs> um, but that, so that was a, that was a really big thing that kind of was a acknowledgement that others do that too. So I thought that was really cool. And then finally, the observation, the observation of navigational tools is, Another reason this went sideways um, in our schedule, because while it's super important, I'm glad he went that way. It wasn't actually on topic. So like we didn't actually get any specific tools to actually make it happen other than think about the customer. Make sure you take care of yourself and um, just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was what, really weird. The funny part is that we actually talked more about tools 
in a section that wasn't for tools at all. So when we, when, when we got, just, when, when we got the captain killing it and we started to talk yeah. about vid IQ and TubeBuddy and joking around about how both of those are great for measuring and, and leveraging for your YouTube videos and, and understanding where you're at. Um, that, that's when we talked about the tools more than actually the navigating tools section. So, yeah. um, you know, it's funny. If you want our newsletter, go to the website, get our newsletter. Uh, you probably already know if you've watched any amount of episodes that um, right now this is – well, you, you're watching this because Impulse Creative, we do marketing audits, video audits, content audits. If you want to know that you're getting 100% ROI, then go ahead and come over to the website. We'll do an audit for you. That's all the promotional stuff in one micro section because I want to yeah, continue on. Brief. You like that? I, I mean like it is. It's what it is. Like, why why sell it? This is hey, <laughs> this episode is already off the hinges. Let's just keep on going. <laughs> so so Remington, talk to me a little bit about the Bermuda Triangle for a second. I know for me, I'm just gonna throw one line out there, uh, and I can never do one line. So you know that was a just, lie. What? But anyway, the go. front man, <laughs> the front man or woman thing for me was funny because we were joking about like hey we should find a front man for impulse creative and you're like i think we have 14 of them which which by the way gratitude hashtag blessed because there are companies out there that can't get one person to to stand in front of the camera or to be the leader to create this content so we are super blessed I'm I'm curious if you're a viewer, a listener, and you're in the boat of like, yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily want to be. I wish somebody else would step up to be. Like, if you're in that boat, hit me up because I'm super curious. How many folks, how many companies out there just don't have this? But but the front man or woman conversation is really could probably be an entire episode in itself because Remington, I started to unpack this when the show was over of like. Well, how do you know who the man or woman should be and what traits should that man or woman right. have and what should their schedule look like? Should they literally be able to just create content or should they have to have other job duties that they do? And, and when does that become financially responsible or unresponsible for the company in which the way that they're doing it? And so right. there's just a lot there anyway. If you don't have a front man or woman, I want to hear from you. If you do, start to think about those things that like what does that mean for them? I mean it's not that you're just adding another five hours onto their 40 hours. Are you? Right. I don't know. Right. Anyway. Yep. So fear mm. I think is is the other big one. And that's usually when we start talking about the being pirates. a front man or front woman. Yeah. Fear is like usually a big thing. And that kind of – that kind of ties into a couple of things you mentioned earlier, which was this like imposter syndrome. Mm. I've been having lots of conversations with people that have imposter syndrome. It's like, a real thing, bro. Like ridiculous. No matter how successful yeah. they are or are not for the matter. Yeah. Um, you know, they they just they they get so caught up. So so addressing fear and then realizing that's all it is 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 a big thing. And then um, you know, tying into the self consciousness or looking stupid. Mm. I always bring it back to well. First off, this is gonna be another episode that we'll share our very my very first video I did on the internets, <laughs> which was horrendous. It was awesome, and I yeah yeah no it was good because it was the first, but it wasn't good because of me. Mm. Um, it was good because it was first. 
but the fact that you know you get that you get that content out there and it's sharing and it's authentic and people people appreciate it and not underestimating what the mm. content's value actually is because we've had numerous tutorials where like press press this button and that's the whole it's tutorial ridiculous. it's like a minute and a half and it freaking explodes yeah yeah it's crazy and so so just know that just because you know how to do something in your sleep does mean it does not mean that someone else does mm. or someone else doesn't understand so yeah uh bermuda triangle and then uh and then i'll let you roll with this last one yeah here. yeah there's there's two things i want to yeah I wanna, there we did self-conscious slash looking stupid I sort of did the slash backslash forward slash looking stupid because I'm super comfortable with looking stupid. Like whatever. <laughs> like I just I just go for it. And uh usually people will laugh, sometimes they won't, but that's not the kind of looking stupid we're talking about. We're talking about we're all worried about like not knowing what we know even when we know it, which is right. really weird. But this other thing that Nick mentioned, which was burnout. Um, man, is it a real deal holy field? And it was very interesting to me because words matter. And he used the words, uh, he, he used a whipping reference, right? He's like, yeah, burnout is there with the whip, like just after you. And, and that to me shows how like aggressive, um, it comes at you. And it was just a good visual, like, in a, in a way that you could understand yet, yeah, like, man, burnout is a bad place to get into, which I tie back to the fact that if you chilled and watched that hour of Daredevil, you might not reach that whipping boy that is burnout. And so be very careful. Like it is there's a happy mix of hustle your face off and taking care of yourself that needs to be applied when you're creating consistent content uh, and, and focusing on a strategy. Oh, you know what is fun? I what love, time is it? I love it. Well, it's um, it's uh, 10.05. No, it's 10. Oh, it's Captain Killing It. That's what time it is where we talk about somebody who's hashtag killing it on the internet or in a good way or in a bad way or – just killing it, and we like to talk about them. Uh, what I love is I didn't come up with this week's captain. Captain yeah. killing it. You, Mr. Bag, you came up with it. So why don't you talk to us about who and why this week? Yes, so the captain killing it this week is Erin Carpenter mm. from Franchise Rising or Hidden Peak. She's uh, she's chimed in on a couple episodes. She we have crossed paths in a couple different directions in regards to HubSpot and Drift and, um, you know, it's just all around really amazing person. But that is not why she's a captain killing. <laughs> she's a captain killing at this um, today because last week was Drift Partner Week. And um, we've had – she and I have had lots of conversations about, like, what to do, how to get video started, like, you know, what to start doing, where to target – and it's been some really amazing conversation that's challenged me personally. But she started putting out some videos last week that talk about killing it, like are just blowing up. Mm. And one of one of the videos, and I I shared it um, I shared it on LinkedIn last week, but we'll try and find the actual link to the to the video on LinkedIn. Was she's talking about her thoughts about conversational marketing and using Drift and why she likes serving customers? And she had like it was just super authentic, super like call to action at the end about like offering to help people out. And, and it was just, you know, she, she had that confidence in that video that was just super, super contagious. Mm. 
And, mm. and so in all the conversations we've had and then, and then doing these series of videos, like I think she's got one of her videos right now, like 4,500 vis- people viewed, right? And uh, so that is just, that is just freaking awesome. Um, so check her out. You can go to hiddenpeak.net um, and we'll have a link to her. Um, we'll have a link to her profile yeah there you go um on uh, in the show notes so you can you can hook up with her but great job aaron you are killing it with all of your with all of your video stuff you're doing and she is an absolute rock star for conversational marketing absolutely we give you a big yeah you know i love when those moments happen remington where you know all the words but you can't find any of them you're like i don't know all right so (laughs) speaking of which hey I should just thank you for being here today because without you, this show would be boring. And uh, I'll even thank myself for being here because if I wasn't here, well, I don't even know what would happen. So I almost wasn't here actually because of technology, <laughs> at least on this episode. Anyway, if you are listening to the Wayfinding Growth Podcast, make sure you go over to your iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. Some kind words would be nice because we like to hear from you also if you're watching this on the tubes, the YouTubes, you know, the places where you should have a consistent strategy for your content creation. Make sure you hit the bells, the subscribes, the likes, all those things so that we know that you're part of the community. And until next time, well, actually, you know what? You should also hit us up because we want to know what you want to hear, what you want to learn of growing your business. But until next time, make sure you're leaving that dock of mediocrity and setting sail into the sunset Oh my God, did I remember this without reading it finally for the first time after 22 episodes? Yes, I did. Into the sunset of your success. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, so we need a little soundbite for, for this because we can talk about one thing we didn't do was introduce ourselves in the beginning, which is kind of yeah. hilarious. Oh, yeah. And then uh, the other one is hashtag twinning. Oh, yeah. You do, oh you didn't want to showcase that. That's no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so we can we can so we can share it on social though. So yeah. what do we want to do? I thought we just did it. Oh, or were you not recording? Oh yeah, I was recording. Yeah. I, I, so we, oh, did I hit record? Oh, dude, I never <laughs> recorded this episode. No, I'm just we're kidding. Done. I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Any yeah. platform. Like, I know we were talking specifically video and probably – we were talking specifically video. Ah, oh, hang on. Santa Maria. <laughs> this is my day. Okay. There we go. And so I know we were talking specifically – Hang on. What? You have, to, you have to keep that and you uh. have to cut that out. And you have to put that on social media. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because so, people need to know that this happens to everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Especially what? us today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, now you yes, can talk. Yes.